Hi guys, Etienne here. Welcome to the podcast where you can listen to Max and I talk about anything and everything. Stuck inside, we have decided to record and upload a podcast to distract us from the boredom of lockdown. The lack of structure and the disorganisation is half the charm. Thank you very much. Welcome back to episode 42 of the Stuck Inside podcast with your hosts, Etienne and... And Max. <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> I'm great, Etienne. How, how are you? I'm good as well. Today we're joined by the recurring guests, uh, Lawrence and Matt. And today we will be continuing in the trend of discussing our favourite foods and other exciting topics. So what have you been up to today? <laughs> Was that a question for me? Or... <laughs> yeah. Uh... I thought I thought you were gonna miss. I thought you were gonna mess up your own name. <laughs> yeah, yeah I was just. It's because I was just looking at the Matt. Discord. I was about to say Ninja Catfish. I'm like, oh, maybe not. Uh, fuck. How have your weeks been, then, guys? <laughs> um, yeah, they've been good, actually. Probably, probably the most eventful day in like weeks. Oh really? Today? It's been yeah. I uh, well, I woke up. This is a <laughs> yeah. <good> story. <laughs> That's new. That's brand new. Uh, I read. I read a little bit. And by Elizabeth, I literally mean like four pages, and then I got bored. Uh, <laughs> had breakfast. Then I downloaded the mixing software because I figured I'm going to uni. What does every uni student think they are? An up and coming DJ. So I thought, you know what, I'll hop on the trend. I'll, uh, I love music, so I'll give it a go. And then, no, 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 no. This was all yesterday. This is why I need this necessary context today. So that was yesterday. Okay. And I figured, you know what, this is great and all, but I need myself a controller. So bought one online, like a really rubbish, like beginner thing. It's tiny, but because they're so expensive. Um, yeah, everything you can get for music is just so expensive. Yeah, like this is like probably this is like the cheapest control I could find on Amazon, but which is still good. And like it it works with the uh thing I got. Um it arrived today, so I've spent the whole day setting it up, learning how to use this software, mixing a few things. I'm actually loving it. And it literally, it literally it makes the time go by so much quicker. It's it's so fun. Yeah. How's the bass guitar doing? Or just guitar in general, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, my uh, my brother, he's gone to his girlfriend's house now. Um, but he brought back an acoustic guitar from uni. And he left it here. So I've now been practicing a lot more acoustic. I haven't played that in a while. Uh, been doing a lot of bass, trying to improve my technique. So, uh, yeah, it's just been, everything's been music-focused for me. Yeah, that would actually be so cool if you could record a bass line and then add it to the songs that you're mixing at the time. Yeah, I'm not quite there yet. <laughs> oh, I'm not quite there recording my own stuff yet. But uh, it's, a work, it's a work in progress. Well, if you ever create anything, you can always just plug it here. Or we can even add it to the end or something. So our listeners can hear what you've been spending your time making kind of thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, once I finish my first mix, I'll plug it at the end as my song of the day. <laughs> because everyone religiously listens to those songs every single day. Especially our ones, Lawrence. Especially ours. 
I'd actually be curious to look at the data on our Song of the Day playlist and see who's is getting played the most. But I'd love to see which ones I would play, if any. I reckon people would just go through and be like, oh, I know this song, I'll play this one. So it might be skewed towards the more popular stuff. But yeah. What about you then, Gassy? What kind of things have you been doing in the last couple of weeks? It's a, yeah, I mean, just finishing up school, finishing up everything. Um, yeah, we finished school now, haven't we? That's so weird. Yeah, it's so nice that everything is all over, you know? Yeah, it it is nice. Weird, it's sad as well, I think, it is. in many ways. Yeah, but sitting through those lessons were actually depressing. They were very tedious. Yeah, for sure. I mean, a lot of my teachers were like, five minutes into the team's call, they'd be hanging up. I mean, it's it's True. it's either that or a, or like a a quiz. Yeah, it's either that or they set you a paper. They made you do papers. What? Well, no, that's the best because they give you the paper and then the mark scheme and then they don't expect you to do it. Oh, so you just did nothing then? <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. You literally do nothing. Conscientious learner. Conscientious. No, I can't speak. Conscientious. Don't worry. Conscientious. Yeah, that's the one. I'm pretty sure uh, your English and RS lessons would be actually pretty interesting. To be fair, I, yeah. I had some fun lessons. I had to, English I had to was cool. English, English was pretty jokes as well, to be fair. The, we, the philosophy uh, quiz has got a bit boring after a while. Yeah, we made some um, some some music. Wait, Lawrence, what did, oh yeah, you did your, your poetry. I did, I did a poem, sick. yeah. You might need to read that out, I think. <laughs> <laughs> it was really good. I don't actually know if I still got it. What's the poem about? Uh, so we have to, you know, there's, yeah. you know, the, do you know uh, Chaucer and the Merchant's Tale? No. It's like a 13th century. Okay, I don't know why I asked that. Everyone knows it. It's a 13th century. That highly relatable. Imagine Shakespeare had a great, great, great granddad who was like even more difficult to understand. Um, yeah. It's basically a text like that, and we we studied that for English. And our homework, she, our teacher splits the text up into quarters for each person in our class. And we had to explain our quarter through some sort of medium, preferably like a musical, or just some sort of like expression which is more fun than just reading it. Very dramatic. So um, I, uh, I wrote a poem which is in the Trap style Chaucer. of Chaucer. Yeah. I went um, for some lo-fi. Nice. Yeah, yeah, Gassy made a lo-fi beat. And then read it over the top yeah. of that. <laughs> Do you actually? Mm. And it, it was quite... Did anyone else do anything musical? Paddy did a music video. Paddy was quite sick, yeah. <laughs> he had, like... Vaping in a hood and sunglasses. Yeah, the, the hood pulled all the way up. You know, the pub was so funny, to be fair. <laughs> there we go. After lockdown is finished, I'm so tempted to host, like, a mini festival. But at my house. Isn't that what James Miller is looking to, trying to do? He is trying to do an online concert of sorts. Oh, right. It's online. Oh, maybe then. But yeah, I'm just thinking of having all the bands that are from Lockfest in a field with like a stage and overnight camping. Yeah. I would invite all the bands from Lockfest and any other bands from my friends are in, you know? Oh, that would be, oh, be so cool. You know what I mean? It's gonna be, there's going to be fights over headlines. <laughs> That's not actually a bad idea, to be honest. And I've got a load of cousins my age, so we could get a whole range of different people. So have like 100 people camping. 
I could get a bunch of my um, ACM mates as well to come along. That could actually be pretty, pretty, pretty fun. The health and safety issues, though, there might be. A yeah, bit. <laughs> it's ironic that the uh, that the stuck inside podcast created by coronavirus will be responsible for the second peak in the UK. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now I think about it. Yeah, I'm only hosting it to restart lockdown, and so that means everyone has to continue <laughs> listening to the podcast. We're gonna have to do a. If that's the case, we're gonna have to do one of those live podcasts where we just sit awkwardly on the stage with two sheets. <laughs> what, like, a, like two garden chairs because you can't afford like a yeah, exactly. Sofa. <laughs> <laughs> no megaphone instead of a microphone. Both just got those loudspeakers that political rallies use, just like holding them up. <laughs> yeah. Get signs up Wait, as well. Odd page goes there. That'd be jokes. Yeah, for sure. Where Where does your grand granddad live? Start, you could sell it. Yeah, that that would be the only issue. Yeah, because how crashable would it be? Because if people heard music or saw some sort of festival, yeah, it's massively. It is a massive risk. Yeah, that would be an issue. <laughs> and with that, yeah, I think as soon as it gets over, like, if you're thinking like in the hundreds. That there's no way you're keeping that under wraps. If, if it's, if it's even, hundreds yeah. of people that we know, then I reckon it's right. But if, as soon as it gets into people, like hundreds of people, some of whom we don't know at all, that's when it could be. Yeah, it's it risky. Really yeah, it's massively risky, which is why I'm super apprehensive. But I, but I can't get over how cool it would be. Was... I mean, you could you could do like release the address like the hour before or something. But if you're doing two days, then that doesn't really matter because. Mm. Even if it's not a problem with her. Or I could just keep it small, I guess. Keep it hush. Mm. You could just patrol it with like a, a hunting d- rifle. <laughs> find, sure a no d- find a decoy field and leak that address instead. Oh, and then leak a decoy decoy field. You'd need to get oh, many layers yeah. deep. Leak 50 fields. And then no one shows <laughs> up in the end because And then you'll only get one <laughs> But yeah, it's a shame to have to worry about that. Makes me feel bad for everybody's parties who get crashed. Mm, yeah. There's nothing you can do about it. People cause damage to property and stuff just to get in, which is crazy. Also, don't they feel really awkward once they like they're in someone's house where they're like generally yeah, surely not welcome? That... Surely they feel really weird. Okay. That's my. That's the the logic that I didn't get. It's like, all right, you yeah, you've you've gone to the effort and you're in now, but like literally everyone, most of the people here know that you're not meant to be and are, are going to be like really weird with you the whole evening. Yeah, but it wouldn't be enjoyable. So, and it, it's what's weird is that like from what I've seen, you guys have it way worse than than Godalming does, which is weird because you'd think that that Godalming would have like a worse crash culture, but maybe it's because. Like, you guys are all cl- so close together, like, during school, the word gets round really easy, or, I don't know, like, maybe it's the smaller environment. Everyone's very entitled. <laughs> yeah. Also, when originally big groups form, everyone from them onwards then expect to get invited. Yeah, that's true. Right. It got to that point where there was literally like, a set group, which was invited to, like, all the parties. It was literally, I remember, because I never go on Facebook, it'd always be, like, the same, like, people. I mean, I'm not complaining because I got an invite and <laughs> I didn't know the girl. Do you reckon oh, the, uh, the dogs lost, they had but... actually, um, <laughs> Do you reckon the dogs they had there what? were actually drug dogs or just someone's pets? <laughs> no, <laughs> they were. Yeah, I've, I've, <laughs> you I've can... heard people manage to get stuff past them quite easily. So. <laughs> you can, uh, I think I read somewhere that only 20% of drug dogs you see around the UK are actually drug dogs. 
and like to be fair, a, a lot of people vast amount of it is just world. intimidation but that's the, like quite funny. So. You, when we rocked up i was like oh shit like no one's gonna get in if they're not on this list and then i was max like, did. Max was like oh no i'm so like, <laughs> max was scared about walking in underdressed yeah, I was more scared about I was the, the only kid not wearing, like, actual black tie. Because I don't... I... Oh, yeah. You were... Wait, what were you wearing? You were wearing a floral shirt? Yeah, I was wearing, like, the campus thing. Like, it wasn't It wasn't too floral, floral. It wasn't Hawaii. No, but it was, like, it was a bit... paisley, paisley makes the girls go crazy. It was one you'd wear to an indie concert, really. Oh, right. Oh. <laughs> and, like, the, cinema club. a blue, like, really cut suit and like fucking converse and I... okay so you were still wearing a suit like that's fine you just yeah well i was like in a floral shirt, i like. thought in, in my head black tie just meant like not jeans and a t-shirt like, <laughs> we just so, we don't do black, black tie. that was the first black tie thing i've been to that's not like that's not a thing at college no one has black tie shit i haven't been to that many but for you lawrence how many of them were there like in general they were loads I mean, it's like it's like sometimes they say like um, girls wear dresses, and then that's the the dress code the guys have to go off. So Short dresses like a girl are funny. Wears... <laughs> so like, I reckon I've been to I don't know. I, I guess I smart because sometimes people go in suits, but not like evening suits, and sometimes people go in like proper evening suits. Um, I think it like arises from parents wanting a big flashy party for their kids. Hmm. It's so weird. Though no one sticks to it, and after a while, they just get rid of the jacket or whatever. Yeah, every single time, I always take the jacket off. Like, I, I walk up, and like the first hour, I put my jacket in some like corner, stowed away for the rest of the night, and I'm sorted. For us, it's a, like an everyday item of clothing due to like school uniform. Yeah, so you, yeah, you guys true. wear them. Like, I didn't own. I didn't own one before that. So bare people have to like rent suits for those parties just so they rock up and they don't feel out of place, which is like a bit shit for them. I don't think it's worth it because I mean, there's there's enough it's of not... them, and then you'd be thinking, okay, there's levers as well, which you need a suit for. I mean, mm. not anymore, but I don't really. Yeah, I mean, for you for you guys, I get like actually buying it because there's shit to wear it for. But like, I don't. What does it add to the? Lawrence, do you do you enjoy the dressing up aspect of it? Like, do you like yeah, yeah, breaking like the suit out? It's quite nice. Like, I, I, feel, like, I feel like James Bond or something. <laughs> I do, but not for a party. Like, I don't want to dress up and then get shit-faced. Because, like, it's just in the back of the head. Like, oh, don't want to fuck the suit up because it's yeah. worth, like, 100 quid or whatever. It's keeping you classy, Max. That's the thing. You see, that implies I have class <laughs> to begin with. <laughs> mm. It depends what you're wearing, though. Yeah, can... I do quite enjoy it, to be fair. Yeah, it, it is quite nice. And then... Hitting a slut drop and, and then ripping them. <laughs> the thing is, though, other other outfits that you might wear instead can be expensive as well. So, I mean, I just yeah. walk up in trackies. <laughs> yeah, oh, yes. I was thinking like shoes and stuff. Shoes oh, can get just some interesting costumes. You have no idea. Yeah, how what's, the, what's the best costume you guys have all worn to a party? Shrek. Oh god, Shrek! <laughs> All right. the flashbacks. I know about Shrek. <laughs> the flash... uh, I don't know. We don't really do. Maybe. I've been Freddie Mercury once. And oh, I, I, I really love actually. I wore my lifeguard uniform once, but apart from that, I've li- I, we just don't dress up. It's not a thing in. Oh my well, apart god, from my guy, my my, my dressing up. Actually, no. The weirdest thing was Tagassi's 
bright pink leggings and a pink mankini. <laughs> oh, I do. Remember. What was the? Do you, do think... you guys ever just like wear clothes or? <laughs> Never. What the fuck's going on in there? The theme was pink and blue. Yeah, it was the pink and blue. Oh right. You doing cheers, a gender cheers, reveal cheers party? Cheers for the invite, Gassy. I invited you, Lawrence. You didn't come. This was Wait, last what? year. What? I did. <laughs> uh, you were in Lymington, I think, maybe. Oh right. I think I think, I, think like I still time. have Gassy's like arm attire in the back of my car that's been there oh, for like the almost the, a the year. one with the bands on. Yeah, the, the was... one. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I don't. I think I might have thrown them away. I'm afraid, but uh... they should be part of your daily wear. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> rocking the man collar. Statement piece. <laughs> Do you guys have a favorite theme to a party? Ooh, I like I like period ones. Like when it's like. A certain decade. I do like that. Period theme. I was just 20s. thinking, dressing up as a tampon there. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Everyone would now go as the Peaky Blinders, though. That's an issue. Well, no, if, they, if you set the decade... You have to do the, the trim, though, don't you? You have to do the trim. Yeah. All really, really wacky ones. Just, like, really, really stupid themes. Because there's been a few. I think cowboys, Indians, and aliens would be pretty great. No, That's you're not, the only one that not. thinks that. Mm. I think I think if people if if you were like a hundred people, everyone, everyone was gonna really commit. I think doing like future or like twenty thirty or like actually twenty like yeah, because I, I went to a space themed one last right. year and it's a really weird mix of people you get the guys I rocked up in an alien onesie and then you get other people who like you get the girls who just wear like the shortest skirt they can find and then put like a little tiara on and say Oh, I'm a star! Like, no. You've got <laughs> to send it. You've got me and my, my alien one. My alien one. Girl as a star. <laughs> if there is a theme, then you have to c- fully commit to it, otherwise there's no point. You've got to send it. If you I pull up in the... People... Yeah, and, like, not sticking to it doesn't make you cool. Yeah, like, people shouldn't be allowed in if they're not themed up enough. <laughs> if you've got like, the, nah. the North Face puffer and the Adidas hoodie, oh, you're so sorry. <laughs> oh, dear. Which one did I dress up as Jimi Hendrix to? Oh, that's just a random Halloween party. I feel like all black is quite cool. Not gonna lie, Super Hickpie would be really cool, in my opinion. Oh. Oh, I love that. I don't know what I'd wear for that. I'd just wear my Jimi Hendrix costume. <laughs> Lawrence, just wear your everyday outfits. Oi. Hippie would be a good theme, actually. Yeah, that's true. To be fair, I might do an 18th once lockdown's over. So I need to think of themes. Because so was... many people are going to have, like, post-18 parties, which they're going yeah. to have during lockdown. So there's going to be so it. many parties in that first week. Do you think it could be worth trying to do one on um, Results Day? Because I was thinking about that. Because cool. after Results Day, everyone comes in, and then it's I think like, people go clubbing, just... though. Or like, but it, but clubbing. it finishes at, what, nine in the morning? Yeah, okay. <laughs> I mean, the clubs are yeah, open, you, is my point. You yeah. could have a party, you just have to accept that, like, Half your people will leave at like ten to go clubbing. Yeah, I don't think that's. Oh, that could be a good day to do the lockfest thing. No one would crash as they all would be clubbing. Because you have it during the day, starting at like ten in the morning. Yeah, that's true. To be fair. Yeah, yeah but I, I think, I think you'd clubbing. get a fair few people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like... think actually, I think it'd be better have results day, which would finish early because I mean it's just getting a piece of paper, isn't it? And then have the festival in the afternoon. So have it all day. Oh, I don't know. I think you'd get a you'd fair few people it, that are like pissed off results or like want to spend like want to be with family though. I think you'd get like 
20 percent of people yeah. well some people will be drinking day. celebrate and then some people will be drinking to forget <laughs> drown their sorrows, way, yeah. people are going to be drinking are you allowed to or do you have to go straight in, into like meetings with dunskin for clearing and stuff I think you might have to. I think it's everyone else will be out drinking. You'll be sitting in oh, the study area, so filling stressful. in clearing forms. Oh, oh my god! I really I'm want so to. scared for my results. Oh, it'll be, yeah, it'll be scary. Oh, what about like film themes? Oh, no. I did like the movie characters one last year. That was fun. It's like dress up as your favorite like movie duo or trio or something. That's the one Angus and I went as Jim and Dwight. That was pretty fun. Yeah, that was so epic, but I guess you would get a bunch of ordinary characters just in home clothes. Yeah, it's like World Book Day, you know, you can't... There's World too many Alex Riders in the world. <laughs> Alex Ryder. Oh, I loved Alex Ryder. Oh, oh, yeah, I would always whip out the Harry Potter costume. <laughs> Alex, Ryder and... Alex Ryder and Yasin Grigorovich, the ultimate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Yasin. Yasin. Oh, my God. My guy. Even memories of the reference. You'd love to see oh. it. <laughs> what were your favourite books growing up? Oh, Cherub. It's got to be Cherub. Cherub. Oh. Cherub. I love, I love, I love the fact in those books, they're all like shagging when they're 14. Yeah. yeah no, it's, and it's so clear that the uh, the writer's just got no fucking clue as to like... He's <laughs> got everyone's age. He's a bit of a nonce as well, maybe. <laughs> He's like just Robert like, Mitchamore, he could be. It's just like vividly describing like 15-year-old's tits. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> uh, okay, he had that like, child sex trafficking thing going on <laughs> as well. That was really oh, yeah. weird. That was really weird. Actually, he never had it until just before 16. It was at the festival. It was at the, the festival of the hippies. No, was it wasn't. It? it was with Dana in his uh, room. Yeah, on oh, campus. Right, the American, the American, uh, you've all the, got what, different what, stories the book, coming the that. I love it. Yes. No, I can't remember. I think it was The Killing. Uh, yeah. Ah! <laughs> I mean, right? yeah, so what? You, you reckon he was just about to turn 16? But yeah, there were other things going on. Oh, that's... that's okay. I can't quite remember. That's not as. That's oh pretty, no, that didn't happen. That's pretty that accurate, didn't happen, then, isn't it? I thought. It, I thought for some reason I had in my thing. head that they were like fourteen, thirteen. Yeah, I don't. but if they're like if they're like going on sixteen, then yeah, his his sister was really young, I think. Yeah, because I don't know. I don't know about like kisses when I was thirteen were the most like awkward, unromantic, just soul destroying <laughs> experiences. Not. <laughs> Do you know how many kisses you had when you were thirteen? Oh, probably like one, I don't know. With and his uncle. Like... <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> soul destroyed. Oh. Asshole not, destroyed. Not just the soul. <laughs> not the soul. <laughs> there it is. I have no uh, idea. I can't remember. But can't remember. Those books oh. are a bit weird. <laughs> Too traumatic. <laughs> yeah, I've just blocked it out. But I still think they were great outside all of that as well. I got really invested in the storyline. Yeah, they were good. I'll bang out some classics, the such as the Gone series and Hive. Yep, those yeah. were those yeah, were stellar. That's good. Four bar, four bar. Do, 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 do. Oh, and Young Samurai. Oh my oh, god, wait! Yeah. I need to, I need to look this up. I don't remember Young Samurai. Young Samurai was sick. Oh, and of, obviously all the uh, Rick Riordan ones like. Uh, Percy, Percy Jackson. Percy Jackson. I don't think the other ones were like. Bro, you need. Oh, you're, you're missing. Horses. You're shading Beast Quest, man. Beast Quest. Adam Blade. My guy. 
Oh, that was so good. Beast Quest, I had 1 to 40 of every book, and I would read one book a night. What's your what favourite beast? I legit, I think I can remember, like, the first oh. six or seven. I just remember, like, collecting all your, like, your different, like, loot and stuff. Was so the colours cool. so sick, The first though. one was the dragon. I yeah. remember that. Ferno the fire dragon, yeah. It yeah. was, like, a water one, like a water monster. Like, Spike. Yeah, yeah, Seraphon or something. Yeah, Seraphon. Yeti was number four. I remember the squid. That was, was the horse. The horse. Number. Yeah. That was there was a spider, wasn't there? The ice one. Spider. spider must have been season two. I remember number was seven the... was a squid because I was so gassed when my mum brought <laughs> it for me. I was so excited. I remember coming into my room with this squid book. I was like, fuck yeah. Number seven. <laughs> oh, wow. There's a Beast Quest mobile game. Oh, oh yeah. That, that oh, was a spider. There was a spider. Let's do a playthrough. Oh no, it's not free though. Is it just the is card it? game though? It's Ooh. just going to be like a rip off of the, oh. the cards. Either that or it will be um, Candy Crush style. Oh. oh, most of the bad games. No! I remember him like chopping a rock in half with a sword at one point and thinking like, oh, that must be how it works. I can and then, do like, that. Trying to find a rock with like a fault line in it and like stomping on it. I want to see how many beast quests there were. There must be like a hundred, right? I'm done. I'm downloading it right now. I found another one. Wait, are you on Android? Oh my god, it's a hundred, hundred and ten books. What's what's the what's the last one? I'm curious as to what like the last beast yet's face was. Final boss. Yeah, maybe. I think they're still releasing the books. I think it's like I feel like I remember it being a hundred back in the day. Oh, there's even a game for the Switch. I'm I'm literally, I've got the, the Switch right it's here. Like I'm looking at that one. Download it, Lawrence. I am. <laughs> it looks sick. Oh, uh, Max, it will be his dad, won't it? What? Was his dad like a... His dad was a... like... the. Yeah, it was it was that old. I don't remember the, the plot of this at all. I need it, to well, it had to release the main plot really, really slowly in each book. But I think I remember his dad doing everything before him. I'm on the Nintendo eShop. Oh, hang on. Oh, yeah, so the first six were Ferno the Fire Dragon. Banger. Sepron the Banger. Sea Serpent. Ark to the Mountain Shit, Giant. Yeah. Tagus Banger. the Horseman. Uh, the Yeti, Yeti. Nanook the Snow Nanook. Monster. Nanook. And Spyros the Flamebird. Spyros. Oh my god. Yeah. It's all coming back to me. It was so cool how he had a shield. And it had special abilities from each of the monsters. The final beast was Chiron, the Lord of Fire. Sorry to interrupt. But that's the final one. Book 130. Guys, I'm looking at I'm looking at the Nintendo Switch game now. It's 30 quid. Do we do we splash out? Ooh. I'll give I'll give the uh, the iOS one a go, and if it's good, I'll uh, I'll let you know. I'm looking at what style of game this looks like. I think it's literally an RPG in the world of Beast Quest. There was actually once a really scary monster. <laughs> oh my god! Did you I think everyone's scared series? of one. Did you ever read the Spook series? Yeah. Oh, those were so good. I love that series. They were quite scary, like, for back in the I day. I know, I loved, I loved them. <laughs> yeah. They were, oh, they were so cool. I'm not gonna lie, this actually looks like a semi-solid game. It just lo- it looks like a, a Zelda rip-off, basically. I'm gonna wait if if I go. I've downloaded it. If I go on it now, is that gonna take me off Discord? I shouldn't do no. All right. Okay. Oh, I'll, give guys, I'll give you guys a little review whilst I'm doing it. <laughs> oh my! I don't remember him looking this bad. Hang on. 
I'm gonna, I'm gonna read some of the reviews. My favorite things were his like wolf and horse companion. Yeah, he's he's got a he's still got a wolf in this in this video that I'm watching. Mm. Oh yeah, and a, a girl, Elena. She's a his, was his she bow and arrows? His good friend. His bird. Yeah. Oh wait, in the game you start off with her straight away. Oh. That's not broken continuity. My <laughs> <laughs> immersion is ruined. In this, uh... finishing off with obviously Harry Potter. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> what books? I think I read a lot of um. I th- I feel like I read a lot of the teen fiction stuff. I was really into John Green. Yeah. Oh, he's he, he's written some good stuff to be fair. He has. He has. He's written some slightly trashy um, stuff as well, but yeah. No, that's... yeah, yeah, I did. I quite like *Child Version*. *Hunger Games* was. I thought the third book wasn't that amazing for *Hunger Games*. Actually, mm. I thought the books were because he's just baking the whole time. Yeah, the film as well. Have you read uh, what's that John Green book? *Turtles* something. Is it the right. new one? I think that's no, the... I don't. *Turtles* think so. all the way down. That's the one. I read that one ages ago. I thought that was really good, but I don't mm. know if it actually is because it's. I love... I that's about like mental health and a girl who's like terrified of germs and. Yeah, I mean, all Goes of his starts drinking hand sanitizer. All of his books sort of revolve around like mental health, health issues. Health issues, issues yeah. yeah, I think the best one was his first one, um, "Looking for Alaska," because he actually—I mean, that was the first time he used the characters, and then he sort of used the same characters in every book again. It felt like. Isn't he like? Doesn't he do something? Isn't he really big on the YouTube scene or something? Doesn't yeah, he organize yeah. a convention? He does, uh, he does Crash Course Philosophy as well. Yeah, yeah. Which is, Wait, is that yeah, quite good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him and his brother do it. John Green and Hank Green. Oh, Hank, Hank handles the, the yeah. science. Uh, I think so, yeah. Wait, which one wrote the 14 Our Stars? John. John. Introduction to Epistemology, Crash Course Philosophy. Yeah, we've seen that quite a few times. How's the game holding up, Lawrence? What are your thoughts? Um... Can you live stream uh, it on Discord? It's alright. Oh, it's on my phone. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, it's decent. It's decent. I mean, <laughs> I'm not warming to it. The only reason I like it is because it's getting really, really nostalgic. You're going to come on in two weeks and you would have sunk like 50 hours into it. Completely. <laughs> what yeah, don't, don't quote me on this. <laughs> okay, have you guys okay. seen the, those... um? What are they called? Sort of like the Love Island type games or the continued oh story God. type games on the App Store. Uh, the, I get oh my God, speaking of which, I saw um, this advert on Netflix of this new show coming out. Um, and the whole premise of the, story, of the series is to put all these people on an island and the main goal is to not <laughs> sleep with Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've, I've, Lawrence, I've watched it, mate. I've watched the whole thing. Have you actually? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I've already so, seen it. It looks so bad. <laughs> it's, it's trash. It's really... Oh, no, yeah. I've just binged it. Ooh, it was the worst four hours ever. The worst is that they get watches as well. So if they make a meaningful connection, it goes green, and they can do bits. <laughs> <laughs> Well, so they get like a Jet Out of Girl Free card halfway through where they can... It's not fake. The first episode was sick, but from then it, it went... I love, the, I love the idea that they've got a free pass, but it's only a half hour. So they've waited like two weeks, and they've got to fit two weeks of Shaggy into like 30 yeah. minutes. It's literally just one kiss. Well, what the fuck's the point? And you, do you lose money for this? 
they lose money normally. They lose money normally. So if they would, if they would kiss normal, I mean, they've got it, the surely these episode, people are like literal sex addicts. To, they to, are for this they to even be like any addicts and swipers. They always call them like these swipers. It's really weird. It's like some anti Tinder agenda. Swipe, swipers sounds like a really negative like. <laughs> It just every it time like I heard it, it I just like thought big kidnapping vibes, doesn't it? Like it used to be swiper no swiping from Dora the Explorer, that, but <laughs> swiper, that's a, no swiping. That, that guy's swiping. a serial swiper. <laughs> He'll swipe your kids. Yeah. <laughs> and frat girl was so dumb. It was so funny. Yeah, they were. They're all pretty dumb. She was. The only redeeming qualities of Love Island are watching them talk about moderately complicated stuff like it, oh, i remember i don't watch i watch it when it like other people are watching it so like do you remember in like summer after gccs when like people would put it on in parties and stuff cause that's how dedicated they were to the love island yeah, grind. Weird. like parties but when we went to france and gassy you put it on no you didn't oh yeah that's I was it. On <laughs> had to keep up we were in different rooms was it just after you yeah, it was after you'd left, I think. I caught up on all of them. It was after, it was after Jude and Gassi had been each other's throats for a... <laughs> and taken them out. <laughs> but it, it's a certain type of smart as well, though, isn't it? Like, you know, they do choose people who will make good TV, don't they? So they choose yeah. people who will, like, definitely beef with each other. They choose people who are dumb enough that they won't notice when people are fucking them over. But like, it's, it's so set up by the producers. You do sometimes have clever people like Camilla. Oh, yeah, Camilla, Camilla she was my favourite. I love She was a bit of an exception, I think. And uh, was it Alex, the doctor? He was, guy? He was still kind of dumb, so though. He's still <laughs> annoying. I think it's set up so that people a little bit smarter than the people in the show can watch it and go, wow, I'm, I'm glad I'm not like these people. You know what I mean? I think there's a lot of how, that. How scripted do you reckon it is as well? How much control do you reckon? Have I think happened. the I think the producers get them to reshoot conversations. I think someone said that. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I like it, so. Yeah, they definitely have to reshoot certain scenes. Yeah. Maybe we're all being worked and they're all just really good actors. Yeah, it could be. <laughs> Although <laughs> Yeah, no. <laughs> Unlikely. <laughs> I wanna make a, a show where we get like ten RGS guys and put you in like the shittiest London comp we can find. Well, I'm already a driller, so they'd respect me. <laughs> Matt gets stabbed episode one. Stabbed you guys hit first base. Hey, say less, walk one, my <laughs> He has had some pretty cool shout-outs, though. Yeah, he has. Been most well. His, his music account's pretty big. His bars are kind of fire as well. His chess club bars were good though. They were good. They were really good, yeah. But that was his delivery really was good. on point as well. Because I, re- I rewatched it on um, Friday night. Yeah. Did they not release it yet? Um, no, no, I didn't think so. They finished the final edit. Um, well, no, no, no. JT started quite... editing it again, Lawrence. He wasn't happy. No. They finished it. Freeney showed it to us and then... JT was like, hang on, I want to do some more. So then they didn't release it, and he's editing it again. Yeah. What was that app? It was, it was like a, you know, Netflix party. Two seven. It was like, yeah, it's like a screen sharing kind of video thing. It's, it's Netflix party, but for videos, like, saved to your computer. So mm. it worked. 
Well, moving on with our trend, Gassy, do you have a conspiracy theory for us? Uh, yeah, sure. Let's pop into it. So I thought I'd talk about quite a prominent conspiracy theory at the moment. And it, it's, it's a difficult one because it's mixed. So some parts are definitely true and some parts are definitely false. It depends in the context of which they're applied. So we're going to be talking about the concept of crisis actors and false flags. So I'll give you the Wikipedia definition of a false flag because it does it quite quickly. So a false flag is a covert operation designed to deceive. The deception creates the appearance of a particular party, group or nation responsible for criminal activity. Ah, so the so, Leave campaign. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair enough. Um, a good example is, and one that's still debated, would be the Reichstag fire, which you might remember from history GCSE. So this is in, that was a, a fire that was set in the Reichstag building in Berlin in 1933. I thought we all knew that was Hitler. Well, it's, I mean, there, well, they put a communist there and it's still technically debated whether or not it was the communist who had started the fire. He was just a young guy. He claimed no knowledge of it. I think his name is Van, Van der Lube. Uh, so did he act alone? Yeah, historians still disagree whether Van der Lube acted alone, the German working class, or whether it was Hitler trying to consolidate his power. That's a whole debate. I mean, most people seem to think, okay, this case, pretty clear cut. It wouldn't be this one guy completely acting alone when it was so beneficial for Hitler. Um, and then, of course, these false flags have a lot of modern examples. And the problem with it is it's very easy to quickly paint anything that goes badly to be a false flag operation. Um, so a lot of people, especially conservatives, a lot of the, uh, the alt-right consider the, um, the terrorist attacks in the nightclub and uh, I forget. I'm forgetting what the other one was. Oh, San, yeah, San, so Orlando nightclub shooting, and the Sandy Hook elementary school shooting. So they would mm -hmm. say these are just false flag attacks. They weren't actual terrorist attacks. The person had no motive. They had very little reason. They they didn't have a strong political ideology. So they would say it was probably the government who did this. It was probably corporate forces who did this, and. The, the reasons that the government would have to to create the, the attack are so much they they get so much more out of it than okay. the actual pro uh, proprietor of the attack but so that the government... so I guess the flaws with these is like that's assuming that the person performing the attacks is has the mental wherewithal to realize that what they're doing is an illogical thing to do that's not going to benefit Exactly. So, so I, think, the, I think in the case of Orlando, it was just the guy was aggressively homophobic, and mm -hmm. Sandy Hook, the guy was clearly mentally ill. So I'm not. I'm not. I'm just like trying to get my head around it. So it's the idea that people are, have noticed that you know other people, governmental groups will benefit more out of this. So it makes more sense for someone to be so, behind it rather than a mentally deranged individual. 
exactly. So, okay. yeah, you've hit the nail on the head. I mean, they tend to say, I think the first thing they go straight to is they're trying to take our guns. Um, so because they're staging these massive shootings, staging, right, it, they're probably not, but they're, they're staging these shootings in which one lone gunman can do so much damage, it then yeah. forces the political message that, hang on, if only one person with one of these insane guns can kill this many people, we should take guns away from everyone in the States. So that's quite a like a common line of argument. And then I think the more, I mean, the slightly more well thought through ones go along the lines of, so they're sort of, they're moving more towards a surveillance state. So instead of just, they want our guns, it's by creating this sort of fear, they're saying, okay, well, we should, it's fine for us to invade your, your personal privacy. It's fine for us to have CCTV cameras on you wherever you go. It's fine for us to hack into your phone. It's fine for us to backdoor all telecom networks because it's in your best interest because otherwise you'll be shot by one of these completely um, random, unpredictable events. And the only way that they can be dealt with is through this government surveillance. I mean, personally, I still think it's it's quite weak to, I mean, partic particularly in those two cases. But the whole idea of a false flag in general is, I mean, it's it's undis indisputable. There are clear historical examples. Um, such a, uh, there was one in in Cuba, which was a false flag stage to um, just destabilize the government, um, the, the communist government. And yeah, they're they're interesting, and they, they 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 go hand in hand with these crisis actors who are, I mean, it's in the name. They're actors who play the part of, oh, I'm a wounded civilian, uh, but despite having bullets fired off right next to my face, I can still give incredibly detailed testimonies to the newspapers. Also, then go straight into promoting a political message. So they'd look towards specific people. I, I'm forgetting his name. There was that one. Oh, I can't. I can't think of it. But yeah, crisis actors. And then the, you have the idea of them applying wounds, theat like theatrical stage makeup to these people to make them look injured, but they can still be interviewed. Mm. It's it all sort of goes together. It all sort of forms the same type of paranoia that is like distinctly anti-establishment, but also quite conservative. Interesting. Yeah, I didn't know about that as well. Well, I mean, I thought I thought about it, but I hadn't really seen it. I guess that's, issue. is that where people would label the 9-11 conspiracy theories? Is that the blanket? Yeah, yeah. that's, that's exactly. That, yeah, it would be, it would be a massive example of one. I think it would be, I mean, obviously there are a lot of people who, uh, I'll see some sort of like opinions on it now. I think it, it it does seem very unlikely that the US would blow up both the Twin Towers. But there are reports of um, them having sort of prior knowledge, but not acting. So they didn't do it, but they didn't prevent it, which... Yeah, I think that's the, the Edward Snowden. If, if you guys are familiar with that case, I really recommend looking at the interviews yeah, he's done. Don't read his book because he can't write for shit, but watch some of his interviews. 
and fucking hell, it's like the the uh, if if what he's saying is true, and I don't see any reason why he'd be lying because he hasn't profited or benefited from this situation at all. In fact, he, yeah. yeah, he knew that it would ruin his life, and he s- still came out and said it. So unless, and he's not pushing a political. I mean, you could argue that he's pushing a political statement, but uh, he's not. He's never ad- using. He's not using any names to advocate anyone. And when he came out, it was during Obama's administration, and he was critical of that. And now he's still critical of the Trump administration, and. God, the the fact I think it's shameful that we haven't given him asylum, or none of the major Western countries are brave enough to take him in, because he's to me, he's so clearly in the right in this situation, and whistleblowing. It seems so weird that a progressive and so-called free country still class, you know, whistleblowing on highly unethical practices and spying on civilians as espionage and so much of the population alike. You can see why the UK don't want to bring him in because we're doing, yeah. the government's doing exactly the same thing down in GCH. Exactly. So, and also there's the Seven Eyes Surveillance Network, mm-hmm. which allows, if, if you're not familiar, um, it allows certain countries to share literally all of their, um, all of their, so, uh, Surveillance and intelligence from the secret services between them. I'm forgetting who it was. Oh, sorry, five eyes, not seven eyes. My bad. Yeah, so it's Australia, Canada, New Zealand, the UK, and the US. So A mm. comes from the Cold War era, but yeah, it's it's quite scary how much info is shared between them all. Yeah, poor Edward, poor guy. Anyway, uh... <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, see, that was super interesting, but we should head on to song of the day. Song of the day. Song of the day. Okay, so right, Matt, do you have a song for us? I think I can guess which one you'll pick. Really? Oh, I want to. I want to hear your guess. I want to hear your guess. Uh, Pikachu by Young Lean. That's yeah. I have been listening to that pretty much twenty four seven. Because lately, that's the only song I've seen you listen to on Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> that is how I listen to music, though. I find, like, one song, two songs, and just blast it. Mm. Yeah, I I think that does have to be it. I was considering another one, but, yeah, that is probably my song. For sure. um, Do I have gas cool. on Spotify? What kind of music is it? Okay, so Young Lean is a highly underrated artist, in my opinion. He's was the first really on the cloud rap scene. Um, I've seen cloud rap before, but he was. What is cloud rap? So it's very. It's Travis Scott is very very cloud rap on a lot of his songs, especially his older stuff like Rodeo. has a lot of cloud rap, but so does Astro World. Um, ASAP Rocky is very inspired by cloud rap. Cloud rap. It's sort of the almost the, the psychedelic type beats with the area vocals, um, but Young Lean in particular has amazing production. So I think White Armor, Young Sherman, and Young Good produce all his tracks, and they produce for everyone nowadays. They produce for like Drake. They're really really crisp. Um, 
and yeah i think it's really good he was he was doing it before everyone else like he was he's been making this stuff since 2013 and it sounds like it could have come came out yesterday he was quite far ahead of it and he's he's young as well he's like 19 i think it's cool i like it cool what about you then lawrence um slightly different one uh it's called pissing on your steps by del the funky homo sapien it's uh it's it's a good one. Don't judge it by its name. It's <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like hip hop. It's like your, your classic like nineties hip hop kind of thing. Uh, but uh, I I like it. It's just, just good vibes, you know. Is the title a lyric in the song? As in, like, does it come back up? Yeah, yeah. Actually, the very the big very beginning of the song is an audio clip of someone actually peeing on some steps. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I don't, I've never tried it before, so I couldn't personally <laughs> comment. Um, dabble. I haven't dabbled, no. Oh, yeah, so for me, I'm going to pick, as my song of the day, Best Friend by Rex Orange County, because it's just got some great meanings. It's a great song. I love singing singing along to it. And, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know why, but it just reminds me of Arthur and, like, driving along in your car, singing along to it. Great memories. But yeah, Arthur sings it really well. Oh, cute. Wait, hang on. What the fuck? Oh, hey, why does that remind you of Arthur? Huh? You trying to... You trying to steal my mans? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is a good song. That's a double meaning. That's a double meaning one. Real throwbacks. OG listeners will remember. <laughs> like we have any. Local tunes from Rex Orange County as well, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Hazelmere, I think. Yeah, Hazelmere. Look at that, I've got some great indie knowledge as well. He knows it all, he knows it all. I think... (laughs) Wasn't it literally Grayshot? Yeah, it's literally like walking distance from my old school. I like Rex, but I haven't listened to many of his albums. The thing is, you can't can't really binge him, because his voice gets a bit annoying after a while. It's a bit whiny. I think it's like, yeah, listen, listen to one of the albums and then call it. But he does a good, like... I think he's better to listen to an album format because he breaks up his own voice with like longer instrumentals. Whereas if you just listen to the tracks, it can get a bit mm-hmm. much. I agree, Lawrence. Do you have a song for us then, Max? Yeah, I'm going to go for... I don't know how to pronounce the name and someone's going to shout at me, but it's Glitter by Bene. I think Bene. Bean. Bene. Beanini. Don't let me talk to be honest. <laughs> I'm clearing it. quite different. Oh, uh... Ben double E, yeah, Beanie. Benny, okay, is that Benny. how we're saying it? From her voice, she sounds like Nordic. I don't know if that's me imagining it. But she has, like, the same kind of... She's just a fucking Viking. She sounds like Sigrid to me. <laughs> but more interesting, because her songs are actually original. Sorry, Sigrid. Love you. Oh, to be fair, I've been listening to a lot of First Aid recently. They, I, think, I think they're Swedish. Do you guys know that? First Aid Kit. Mr. Mr. Amos likes him as well. Does he? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Someone um someone introduced me to them last year. Uh, I kind of liked them at the time, but not really. I just sort of like forced myself to like it because like she was in love with them, and now I like started listening to them again. And actually, like they're actually really nice. It's Swedish, Swedish. It's just my, like um, chill stuff. Yeah, my choice. But uh, he's from Sweden as well. So look at that. Oh, Wait, did nice. we establish where? Benny was from. We didn't. I've been listening to a lot of Swedish death metal recently as well. 
Actually, I should, I should, actually, I should have one of those mics. I think Spotify is from Sweden, right? Ben A is from New Zealand. Yeah. Fuck. Pretty close. Almost yeah. as far away as you can get. <laughs> well, thanks, guys. Thank you very much for like joining us. Thank you, listeners. For, Cheers, uh, guys. Cheers, boys. For, yeah, for listening. Been good. And coming along today. And yeah, thanks. That's mad. That feels like a lot. And I was in two before that as well. But time flies when you're listening to the Soccer Side podcast. There it is. It really does. Great play. There it is. I forgot to do the ad read. We'll have to save it for next episode. Uh, Viagra still, isn't it? Actually, yeah, we do actually have a sponsor. You've actually got a sponsor? Yep. Who's that? Pretty impressive. It's like someone's dad, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) That's surprisingly close. (laughs) Is it someone's mum? Fine, fuck it. We'll plug it now. Are you lonely and looking for love? (laughs) (laughs) Matt, I want you to reply to these rhetoricals. Yes. (laughs) Are you a divorced or widowed dad? Maybe. <laughs> then that's for real could be for you. Whether it be straight or homosexual, your sexual deviancies and desires can be fulfilled on this new dating website, Dads for Real. Help you meet dads, mothers, anyone, as long as you are a dad for real. Check us out at the link in the podcast description. I'd like to prefix that we don't know who is running dads for real and we have no part in it uh in its any practice here max spot made it up and turns out it's actually a thing <laughs> what do you mean <laughs> they're paying it i think they're paying us good money to promote this product and oh, we don't know what it is have you seen their um their instagram dads for real yeah it's worrying it's, it's really terrifying I'm gonna go yeah. <laughs> we're promoting oh, this <laughs> Oh my god, what? Is this even legal, the stuff they're posting? (laughs) Don't look at it on Instagram, people. What's the the Instagram name, Gassy? We don't endorse dads for real. (laughs) Well, actually, we do. We just wanted to, like, a jokey sponsor. We actually have to endorse dads for real, because they're It wasn't until I looked it up that I thought that it was a joke. Yeah, um, it's just a weird joke Max started. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. you're a dad for real you're a dad for go real. check out dads for real let's wrap this up before it gets any worse <laughs> thanks for joining really us funny. today and thank you yeah. to our guests for being a part of this mess <laughs> bye hi guys i'm actually here to let you know that we've updated our email to mailbag at stuckinsidepodcast.org that's mailbag at stuckinsidepodcast.org we have also created an Instagram account. Our handle is stuck inside underscore cast. Stuck inside underscore cast. This is used for updates and just letting you know what kind of things we're up to. So if you want to follow that, then feel free to. That's probably the easiest way to ask us questions or get feedback or even ask if you want to be a guest. So check it out if you want thank you very much and bye